Mecham Auctions, the world's largest collector car auction company, returns to Indy with Dana Mecham's 37th Original Spring Classic, May 10th through the 18th at the Indiana State Fairground. 3,000 muscle cars, Corvettes, exotics, and more. Broadcast on Motor Trend TV and streaming live on Max. From avid collectors to those new to the Mecham experience, we welcome everyone. Register to bid now at Mecham.com. Tony Katz, The Morning News, 93, WIBC. My name is Craig Collins filling in. Uh, an interesting thing to parallel what's going on in Broad Ripple right now is the Denver school system. Uh, I know that might not be a, a route you thought I or anybody would go in this conversation, but uh, in Broad Ripple, of course, they're talking about creating gun-free zones. Uh, the reason that they think gun-free zones will be effective in stopping the amount of crime that goes on in Broad Ripple, including uh, Mayor Hogsett, is that people won't take guns into those areas if they're not allowed to. Uh, what is laughable to a lot of people about that idea are the individuals who are already intent to harm others. Because last time I checked, hurting people or trying to take lives, also illegal. It, it seems like having a weapon on you uh, is going to be a byproduct of someone who's already willing to break any of those other rules. And being able to mass enforce a gun-free zone sounds illogical. It sounds tremendously um, um, difficult to actually achieve and pull off. Not to mention all the other problematic things, like, I don't know, the Second Amendment uh, among them, and whether or not the gun itself is actually the problem or the people that want to harm others is in fact the problem. And then even more so, as has been found at times when we've actually banned things uh, in our country, like um, you know, assault weapons and whatnot, uh, people find other ways to do harm to others if they're in need of having to find a different way. And with technology being what it is, and I'm not gonna say anything else about this, I feel as though there's there's going to be, there are going to be people who won't be stopped by things like a, gun-free zone. Uh, but I wanted to compare it to the Denver public schools because what's going on right now in Denver is really interesting. So around 2020, I think, uh, they started to remove a lot of armed security from their schools. And the reason they were removing armed security is very much akin to some of the conversations you hear other places is that the guns were dangerous, that having uh, police on, on school property was dangerous. It was causing uh, more harm than good, according to people during protests in 2020. So they removed them. Uh, they removed law enforcement and they allowed the schools to sort of police themselves. And they saw upticks in violence in a tremendous amount of places. Uh, and when a new superintendent stepped in and was standing at the hospital bed of a 14-year-old boy who had been hit in the face by a stray bullet during a shooting at East High School, uh, the superintendent said, you know what we need? We need police. We need cops. We need armed SROs inside of schools to make them safe again. So in a very close vote in the school board, four to three, they brought back armed um, SROs uh, to protect the schools. And they've had success so far. Even though that's happening, uh, Denver public schools are now um, trying to appeal orders that judges have made to release certain recordings about secret meetings discussing SROs. Here, in fact, is the problem uh, that I see in all of these situations, because Denver uh, schools have made a decision that actually is protecting kids, is making them safer. And yet it's being challenged ideologically because of the idea that guns themselves being around places like schools or, or in uh, communities are, in fact, the problem. And they're they're not. Um, and I know that the difference in the two cases is the way in which you'd affect change. I know that saying that you have SROs 
inside of schools and that prevents more violence in the world of children isn't the same as saying flood broad ripple with more police presence. Uh, but that is what a lot of people believe would actually be more effective than, say, removing guns from the equation entirely because they won't actually be removed. That's not something that occurs. And certainly given uh, the set of options, um, throwing more funding at the ability to police communities, police areas uh, where the police themselves probably feel as though uh, they might not have enough um, backup or enough support uh, within the, the uh, community at large, uh, within those who would protest or within um, you know, the politicians themselves, like the mayor, uh, that would say certain things about the ability to go into an area where violence exists and show uh, via a, a increased presence uh, that that protection existed uh, within those communities. Uh, that is the more viable solution, a harder solution, uh, but a, a better solution. And I just think it's so interesting, again, that there's story after story like this. I don't just have to go to Denver schools to prove my point. You can go to you know, San Francisco, you can go anywhere uh, where during the rioting and protesting and, and looting and all the things that occurred after the death of George Floyd, uh, people pulled back from people as in politicians, uh, pulled back from police. They pulled back from law enforcement and they allowed chaos to rain down places. And I'm not saying that we're doing that at all in Indianapolis. Of course, we're not. Uh, defunding police is not part of the conversation. But the gun-free zone move is going to fail in my opinion. And there's enough data to say that it's going to fail. And so if you know that going in and you claim that you're solving a problem you won't actually be solving, uh, then why in fact is that the solution that you're advocating for when you could be pushing for something else, uh, something that you know would be more effective? Again, that would be increasing uh, police presence, increasing um, the amount of, of officers we have in general, uh, funding the police more significantly and focusing on areas that we see the most violence. Uh, quick break, a lot more. Craig Collins filling in. Tony Katz, The Morning News, 93 WIBC.